I should have known better than to let her choose my Halloween costume. The last time she'd dressed me, I'd ended up in an itty-bitty gold lame shirt and jeans that stopped somewhere several miles south of my navel. This time, she'd put me in a midriff-bearing, boob-enhancing, hip-riding, leather-pleated skirt thing with ass-kicking boots and a variety of increasingly useless-looking weapons. I'd flat-out refuse to wear it without a mask. Phoebe insisted that particular outfit didn't have a mask. I insisted there was no way on this earth she could get me out of the house with my face, not to mention other body parts unfamiliar with seeing the light, showing. She'd finally given in and provided me with a golden mask from season six that left my mouth and jaw exposed but hid more recognizable features, like my slightly too beaky nose. Between it and the wig, I hoped nobody would know it was me. I walked through the doors a few feet behind Phoebe, who cleared the way with a quarterstaff taller than she was. I didn't really think she needed the quarterstaff. One glower from beneath Phoebe's Frida Kahlo eyebrow was enough to quell me, and I had an eight-inch height advantage over her. Of course, it was a party, which meant the glower wasn't really in place. Instead of skedaddling, people grinned, and then they got a load of me. A wolf whistle broke out followed by a smattering of applause and a cheerfully bellowed, Damn, Joanne, your legs go all the way up, don't they? So much for not being recognized. I had a peace-knotted sword on one hip and a round yin-yang thing on the other. I loosened the yin-yang and shook it threateningly, but no one looked even slightly threatened. Someone did start a betting pool on whether Phoebe or I would win a fight. I put ten dollars on Phoebe and made my way farther into the room. The noise was astonishing. Phoebe and I had been there all afternoon setting up, only leaving an hour or so earlier to go change into our costumes. Since then, an easy 200 people had jammed into a hall meant for maybe 150, and enough of them were cops that somebody really should have taken the moral high ground and called the fire marshal. Instead, people were dancing, laughing, shouting at each other, waving red cups of cheap party drinks in the air, and generally looking as if they were having a good time. I'd never helped throw a party before, much less one people came to by the hundreds. I felt all proud, and felt even better when Thor the Thunder God came through the crowd to stop in front of me with a smile. Can I get you a drink? I looked him up and down, like he had to pass muster before I decided he was worthy of fetching refreshments. He did. In fact, at a guess, there was nobody more mustery at the party. He wore a tight-fitting sleeveless blue shirt with half a dozen shimmering circles set in two rows down his front, and jeans, which made him a rather modern god. Still, the loose blonde hair and the goatee he'd grown out over the last few months went a long way toward the look. So did the sledgehammer he'd strapped across his back. It looked like a much more effective weapon than either of the ones I was carrying, and I was briefly jealous. He'd foregone a traditional Viking helmet, but since the man looked like Thor in his day-to-day -day life, he really didn't need it to pull off the costume. His smile broadened, becoming more godlike as he looked me up and down in turn. I thought you didn't do Halloween. I thought so too, I said dryly. Phoebe thought otherwise. I tugged the mask off and rubbed my nose. If people were going to insist on knowing who I was, at least I could indulge in breathing. Besides, I'd been kidding myself about being unrecognizable. Phoebe had chosen the outfit because I had the physical stature for it. 
In bare feet, I stood half an inch under six feet tall and had the breadth of shoulder that came with working on cars most of my life. Or, I guessed, if I was going to stay in character, with swinging a sword all my life. I'd actually only been doing that for about six months, which was a lot more than I'd ever imagined doing. Anyway, Seattle's North Precinct Police Department wasn't littered with women my height, so even though the point of a costume party was disguise, I probably would have had to arrive as a short, bald man to actually be mistaken for someone other than myself. Thor was still grinning at me. I think this is one matchup they never had on the show. We should get our picture taken. You're seriously deluded if you think I'm going to let anybody take my picture in this getup. Thor waved at somebody as I spoke, then turned me around. A flash went off in our faces, and I tried to lurch two directions at once, toward the camera to destroy it, and toward Thor, possibly to destroy him, too.